You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. We are a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. I am your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So reach out to me and let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. While you're out there showing some social media love, be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. This episode of Locked On Patriots is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. And it's the same thing with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay guaranteed fit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Patriots fans, thank you so much for joining me here today and making us your first listen each and every day. A special shout out to all of you locked on everydayers out there. Always honored and grateful for you. And folks, today is Mailbag Tuesday here on the pod. And as you can see, that means the monster master of disaster, Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports, is in the co-pilot seat. Thank you for coming to me in friendship and for joining me today, Don Murphy. Always a pleasure to be here, Michael. It's Telegraph Tuesday. It's Telegraph Tuesday. <laughs> Telegraph Tuesday. I like that. Absolutely. Telegraph, Teletype, Telex. You know, we're showing our age here by listing yeah. all of these things that are now defunct, but still... It really is. It's always an honor to open up the mailbag. And who else can we open up the mailbag with? And the man with all of the knowledge, folks. And Murph, we're going to dive right into it because us media folks spoke with Bill Belichick this morning on Tuesday. He had some pretty good tidbits for everybody. <laughs> Jack Jones will be on the field amidst his legal troubles. That was good to hear that at least Jack is getting a chance to get out on the field, practice with his teammates. Lawrence Guy appears to have ended his holdout. He's in camp. We'll Called see what it. happens now. Here we did. And Murph did call that, folks. He did predict that that would happen. I was actually on the fence about that. I really thought he'd hold out a little into training. But Murph thought he'd be here from day one. And lo and behold, folks, it actually <laughs> happened. You bet on Murph, you go to the top. You don't <laughs> bet on Murph, you're never heard from again. That's just the way it is. And Murph, of course, Bill Belichick dropping perhaps one of his best Belichickian pearls of wisdom I've heard in quite some time, and that's football players play football during football season. I yeah. love it. Bill's it's in mid-season season. form. We're all in mid-season form. And uh, these Belichick pressers, they often cause more questions than answers. You and I yep. both know that. And those answers are sometimes hard to come by. But you know what? Not here, folks. Today, we're tackling the three hottest burning questions of training camp, and they also happen to be the three most popular questions we had dropped into the mailbag this week. So for all of you that submitted these questions, a tip of the cap, a nod to the yeah. gods, you guys are phenomenal. I feel bad throwing out names because so many people had the same questions. <laughs> it really is true. And, you know, I think it's the time of year. It's training yeah. camp. Everybody is – the anticipation is so high Laser right now. Laser focus. Murph. 
Exactly. And you know what? These are all solid questions, and we're going to tackle each and every one of them. So let's get right to it. The top question we received by far, Murph, big surprise here, relates to the quarterbacks. Does it ever not relate to the quarterbacks? Murph, here it is. What can we expect from Mac Jones this season? And I will add a caveat to this. A lot of people put the word realistically in the question that they submitted. What could we realistically expect from Mac Jones this season? Murph, we've heard a lot about Mac feeling more comfortable with Bill O'Brien, putting in the work in the offseason, really taking more of a leadership role. We know that there was a statistical dip last year. Some call it a regression. I don't think it was. I think it was just a bad fit. What say you? Where do you believe Mac Jones is going to be most improved this season, and what can we expect from him in the upcoming year? Comfort under center. Okay, he's he's um, a lot of people are are out there um, running down the fact that that Mac Jones is going to you know as it was stated yesterday, uh, only going to answer to one person, and they had issues with that. I don't. Okay, Mac Jones had so many people in his ear last year was unreal. Everybody walking up and down the the sidelines, uh, whether at practice or during games, had a walkie talkie in their hand. And they were telling Jones to do this, that and the other. This year, it's just Bill O'Brien. You're going to see a much more uh, confident individual, uh, a much more precise individual and a much more dynamic individual this year than you did last year. Because, quite frankly, this is the offense that he was brought in here to run. Absolutely. 100% on the money, as always. And look, the things that I was able to pick up in viewing him during mandatory minicamp and OTAs, the first thing that really stands out to everyone is that he's getting much more control at the line of scrimmage. Like you just said, comfort under center. Patriots are more comfortable with him. He's more comfortable running this offense, and I think it has a lot to do with Bill O'Brien. The man wasn't allowed to audible last year, people. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That's something that I think a lot of people forget is that Mac had such little control over what he was doing under center last year with a lot of cooks screaming uh, instructions at him, but not a whole lot of cohesion to make that sauce quite come together. Um, you know, Murph, we're Italian. That's we it. always That's have it. to bring it back to the you know, sauce. That's what it is. But, That's it. you know, if, if you had Clemenza directing traffic in there, a little bit of sugar, and that's it. That's all you need is Clemenza. You don't you Absolutely. don't need Sonny. You don't need anyone else. You don't need yep. you don't need Fredo coming in there and saying that more basil. More basil. <laughs> no, you don't. You just you did Vinny, don't put too many onions in the sauce. Okay. And there were too many onions in last year's sauce. Yeah, absolutely. Without any question, there definitely was. And uh, you never know, Mac may have to cook for 20 guys someday. And yeah. I think he's going to have to do that he's gonna this have season to. in order to make this At least this 11. So, uh, definitely. At least 11. Very, very good. Very good point there. I like that, Murph. See, Murph and I are already in, in season form, folks. you got to love it. But one of the things that a lot of people were concerned with Mac Jones last year is holding on to the ball too much, not being yep. able to get rid of it quickly enough. Uh, when he did, bad decisions were often made. How much of a compliment does this offensive line have to be for him in order to find the comfort that we're talking about? Because it's one thing to scheme it up right. and game plan it. It's another thing to put it into practice. That's it. I think it has everything to do with the offensive line. Yeah, last year, even things on the board didn't look 
look right to Mac Jones and didn't look right to the offensive line. This year, uh, it, it's a more uh, grounded, um, and I don't mean by running the ball, more grounded situation. Uh, everybody is going to end up being on the same page. That's going to help the offensive line immensely, uh, even even with the question marks at the tackle position. Although uh, some of them seem to be uh, being brushed away a little bit because, you know, Trent Brown is in camp and he looks fantastic. So after that, but after that, the playbook is going to to be something that is more recognizable. And, and that that goes from the center on out. You're, you're going to see a lot fewer penalties this year than you did last year. You're going to see a, a lot more uh fluidity to this offense than you are last year. And I, and quite frankly, realistically, I'm expecting 4,000 yards and 28 to 30 touchdowns out of Mac Jones this season. I like it. I like the Thank aggression. You. I like the confidence. Um, I admire it. And uh, I hope you were right. And I think New England Patriots fans all over the globe, wherever you are anticipating this season from, yep. we're all hoping that you're going to be right as well. And I do. I think that Mac Jones has in him, to really put forth, I think, a strong performance this season for the reasons that we've mentioned. That protection that you're going to get along the offensive line is going to work hand-in-hand hand with the schemes that are going to allow him to be in position to run the offense where he can run it. He's proficient at running that Alabama offense. That strong supporting cast of playmakers, and the right. Patriots still have a strong supporting cast, folks. I know DeAndre Hopkins was not signed, but you still have very good pass catchers that are capable of making plays for this man, and I think they're going to. Once you lead those pass catchers under defense, that's where Matt can go to work, start picking right. defenses apart, and then quickly delivering the ball, delivering it accurately. That's going to give the playmakers the space they need to get the yak that Murr loves, those yards after the catch, but it's also going to keep him. <laughs> yeah, big time, absolutely. Welcome, and Juju welcome is back, here Kendrick. and he's healthy. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Juju Smith-Schuster, Kendrick Bourne, huge parts of this, folks. And even at the running back position, and a guy like Jalen yeah. Hurd that they just picked up, not necessarily a great mm. resume so far, really a lot of injury questions, but this kid is healthy. I want to take a look at the tape on him at Baylor. Very impressive. Could be a dark horse. I'm not saying he will be Murph, but I'm looking forward to seeing what this kid has got starting on the practice fields tomorrow. But um, bottom line, that's going to keep Mac Jones ahead of the blitz. It's going to keep him out of duress. And in my opinion, that's going to keep his uniform much talking heads. The yeah. talking heads are going to love this. Jalen Hurd, you you could have you could have had this, and you bring in Jalen Hurd. We're gonna hear it all after all afternoon for the next three weeks. Yeah, just wait till he makes an athletic grab during practice, yep. and I guarantee you, myself and my colleagues will be salivating in two moments. Uh, but you know what, folks, we don't know if that's gonna happen. That's the beauty of training camp. Yeah. We'll see what is in store. But they had two spots but, and they were filled. Yep, absolutely, they did. And uh, Diego Fago, I think, is gonna be a very good addition yeah. to this team as well. Navy guy, you know, Bill Belichick loves yep. it. I can see this kid making the practice squad and maybe making some noise. I think he's in the right environment to do right. it. Um, I like these two signings yesterday, so maybe I'm in the minority or I'm looking through things through Foxborough College glasses, but we'll see. We'll, bet. we'll see what we'll bet. I, I'm not I'm we'll not bet. looking for, for Jalen Hurd to to light, you know the fields are in Foxborough on fire, but for oh, oh, you know, either. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we'll take a shot. <laughs> no. And I, and I am 100% in agreement with you. I don't think he cracks the 53 and man, roster, no. but it wouldn't shock me to see either one of these guys on the practice right. squad and not cut loose 
outright right. because there is talent there. And I think there is talent to be cultivated. And maybe New England is the right spot for them to kickstart what could be an NFL career either later this season or into next year. So keep a sharp eye, folks. But what can we expect from Mac Jones this year? You're going to see a more confident Mac Jones. You're going to see accurate Mac Jones. And you're going to see him add command and strength on nearly all of his throws. And I think if that's the case, yep. you're going to see a much better product than you saw on the field last year. So 4K. I think Murph and I are in agreement here. I think what we can expect to see from Mac Jones this season, a better Mac Jones than what you saw in 2022. <laughs> right. I'm not I'm not talking 45 touchdowns and 5,500 yards here, people. It, it, if 4,000, 4,228 to 30 touchdowns, cut down on the interceptions, which you're going to see happen this year because people are actually going to know where they're supposed to be on every mm. single play. You're going <laughs> to see Mac Jones hitting guys in stride. You're going to see Mac Jones throwing guys open. You're going to see Mac Jones getting rid of the ball before the break. Watch it. It's going to happen. Murph, it's not all about Mac this year. It's not all on Mac's shoulders to keep this team afloat. New England Patriots are about to welcome their largest draft class in over a decade to the practice fields adjacent to Gillette Stadium for the start of training camp. A lot of people feel that Bill Belichick is a terrible drafter. We've even heard some people call him awful at it in the last 10 years or so. But this draft class has a chance to maybe redeem Bill Belichick's reputation a little bit. I actually think he did it a couple of years ago, bringing in Mac and Christian Barmore and yep. even snagging guys like Kyle Duggar and you know Ramondre Stevenson. There have been some good moments here, but is this the draft class to help put that negative argument in the rearview mirror. Well, Murph and I are going to discuss that in just a moment when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices, and the path forward isn't always clear. We live in complex times, and stressors are all around us each and every day. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life, so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything else. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOn. Patriots fans, thank you once again for making LockedOn Patriots your first listen every day. Remember, we are a proud part of the LockedOn Podcast Network, your team every day. And Murph, we are into the Tuesday mailbag here on Locked On Patriots. Delayed it one day, but you know what? It was definitely worth it. And so many letters. I said this yesterday here on the pod. Newman couldn't deliver it all at the same time. He needed an extra truck, Murph. He needed Kramer. He's not delivering any fresh fish. He's going straight for the mail. And that's exactly. And as Murph, as Newman eloquently said, Murph, when you control the mail, you control information. And that's what we're trying to do here today, control the information. We already talked a little bit about what we can expect from Mac Jones, but I know you, as well as I, are so excited to watch what this 2023 draft class can do. 
Christian Gonzalez at the top of the heap, but so yep. deep in terms of the talent on this group, whether it be Keon White, whether it be Marte Mapu, whether it be Chad Ryland, uh, Bryce Berenger, right down to Isaiah Bolden. Right. This is a draft class that I think could be one of the better complete draft classes that the Patriots have had in quite some time. I hope this doesn't end up on freezing cold take someday, but I'm willing to put myself <laughs> out there. When you look at this draft class, and when you look at the question that was submitted overwhelmingly, almost yeah. eclipsing the Mac Jones question <clears throat> this week, will the Patriots 2023 rookie class redeem Bill Belichick's draft reputation? Because you know it's taken some hits over the years, Murph. Floor is yours. What do you say? It's been pretty beat up. It's a little tarnished. Um, and I'm with you, though. I thought the polish started a couple of years ago. But um, we're looking at three difference makers in the top 100 picks that mm-hmm. Bill went out and grabbed. Um, I'm sorry. We, we could we could get into um, the lack of capital that was given to the offensive side of the ball. But when you have a chance to grab three playmakers in the first three rounds of the draft that could turn out to be um, all pro type individuals, pro bowl type, let me, let me rephrase that, pro bowl type individuals, uh, you have to grab them because those guys weren't there at pick 76. Mm-hmm. All right. And Bill did it. Bill did it. This is a fantastic draft. We are looking at, like I said, three playmakers at the top, um, a, a steady backup to understudy to, to Andrews in the fourth. Uh, he, he rolled the dice in the in the fourth round with with Ryland, and but we're looking at three, four, five, six, maybe seven or eight players taken in this draft that will be on this roster. So how can you say that this will not bolster his uh, his GM profile? Yeah, you know, it's it's really difficult to grab diamonds in the rough when you're picking at the bottom of every single round in the draft, which is what Bill did for 20 years here and brought you to eight Super Bowls and you won six. Mm, Very good point. No disrespect Uh, to Tommy. (laughs) No, very good point. I mean, you know, it's one thing to, you know, cultivate the relationships that you have on the field and be able to take the talent that you put in the room and be able to make it work on the field. A lot of that is on the players, but a lot of that begins in the drafting room, in the coach's room. And Bill Belichick has done that as well as anyone, folks. And don't let the naysayers fool you. Uh, Henry McKenna of uh, Fox Sports had a great tweet out there earlier this week. Sure, you all have seen it about Bill the GM and Bill the coach and how the argument trashing Bill the GM is really a futile argument. Henry was right on the money with that. Um, I agreed with it 100%, and I know Murph did as well. But at the same time, I like what you said about three players in the top 100 picks of the New England Patriots that really have a chance to be difference makers on this roster. And I think they can all be difference makers this year. We've talked about how Christian Gonzalez may come in. He's one of my choices, top three choices for defensive MVP of this team this year. That's how much of a difference I think he can make. But you've got Keon White coming in who can play the defensive end. He can be your edge guy. He can even drop back into coverage. He's going to put his hand in the dirt. You're going to see a lot of versatility on this kid and a very high motor. And also Marte Mappo. Can't wait to watch him start to hit guys out there and start to really show what he can do uh, in his versatility because this is someone already with a borderline PhD in the encyclopedia of Bill Tanaka, as my good friend likes to put it. Very smart. But 
you also have three offensive linemen on this draft class, Murph, that I think have the chance to be starters on this team yep. someday. Jake Andrews, um, I think center in waiting for whenever yep. David decides that he's going to hang his cleats up. We hope it's not for a while, folks, but Jake is the guy I think they want to be able to do that. Really great at being able to restrain his interior linemen from the side of the power run and the outside zone. He did a very good right. job of that in college. I'd love to see this kid paired alongside Cole Strange a little bit this year just to see what that new unit is going to look like. And then you've got a dynamic duo, in my opinion, of City So and Antonio Mafi that can really be a solid guard tandem, or I think they're going to kick City outside, and I think he's going to be a tackle. Yeah, but it, it's a good – there's a real good shot of that. There is. Mm. There's a real good shot of that, that he could end up the swing tackle out of this uh, out of this draft. We're, we're really not sure how he's going to fit in yet. But, I mean, worst comes to worst, you've got a really good guard. Yeah, without question. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people think that Bill Belichick may have gambled a little bit going with a new punter and a new kicker in the same season, two rookies. Um, I think these guys are accomplished. I don't have a problem with it. Nope. What was your opinion of this? Do you think the Patriots got more than they can chew here? No, no, not at all, man. I, I, I don't have an issue with this. Kickers kick. You know, mm -hmm. it's what they do. Uh, you can either get it done or you can't, and you find out really quickly whether or not you can or can't. This isn't really something that, uh, you know, you, you watch a lot of guys, a job that you watch a lot of guys grow into, okay? They don't have a rough first couple of seasons, and then all of a sudden it, it clicks for them. Uh, we're going to know really, really quickly whether these guys can get it done. And there are kickers out there if they can't, and Bill can move on. You can talk about maybe um, – drafting one a bit too early, but uh, I don't have an issue with it. I don't have an issue with it at all, taking him in the fourth round. Absolutely. And don't forget, folks, Nick Folk is still on this roster. Everybody's right. assuming that he's completely gone. If for whatever reason Chad Ryland is not able to step up the challenge, Nick Folk yep. is a pretty good consolation prize. That's it. That in the past. That's and it. he's done a great job. Uh, we've seen him outlast, you know, kickers like, obviously, Justin Rohrwasser. That was a complete and utter yeah. disaster. Uh, yeah. Rohrwasser just, seen... just fell off the rails right there at the beginning yeah. after all that the tattoo stuff. and He just could yeah. not get his head back. And that's the thing with kickers, guys. You know, once you get in their head, you know, that's why they keep calling timeout. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's uh, why people keep calling timeout. Thing. <laughs> yep. it is. And the great ones, the great ones do have ice water running through the mm -hmm. veins and they're impervious to that. We right. had a few great ones here throughout our tenure. We've been spoiled. In New England. We've been very, very spoiled uh, with some of the great kickers in Patriots history. Uh, hopefully Chad Ryland can continue on in that regard. But Folk is someone that can withstand it, even withstood the onslaught of Quinn Nordine. So I think that's something that really should be written down yep. and remembered for the New England Patriots. Barringer is a guy I can't wait to see. He ranks first in Big Ten history in career hunting average with 46 yep. yards. That's a big-time conference. That's a big-time statistic, and I really can't wait to watch this kid start booming them into the Foxborough air. So keep a sharp eye on those guys. I happen to agree with you. I think these two are going to be just yep. fine. And but... he did it in weather, you know, yeah, which did. is nothing to sneeze at. You Absolutely. know, it really isn't. No, it isn't. It really isn't. And to do it in the state of Michigan, not an easy yep. place to be able to do it, especially Lansing, folks. Some of those winters and some of those uh, windstorms up there uh, are unforgiving. Uh, and this kid proved that he can do it. Last but not least, before we take our leave of this rookie draft class, um, 
you always talk about diamonds in the rough. And you got three guys on this roster that could be either practice squad additions or maybe sneak their way on. Demario Douglas at the wide receiver position, yep. Amir Speed at the corner, and Isaiah Bolden at the corner. If any one of these three makes it onto the roster, which one is it and why? You know what I'm going to say. Why do you think I asked the question? Do I have to say it, people? Yeah, Isaiah Bolden. He's Absolutely. a Bolden. He's Never a count out a Bolden. Nope. Okay, yeah, you can go back and take a look at my <laughs> uh, my roster projections, and Bolden did not make it. He, he might need a little bit of seasoning. But, yeah, no, if there's a surprise on here, it's Isaiah Bolden, because a Bolden will go out there and prove you wrong just to prove you wrong. Yeah, his ability to return kicks especially, folks, is something yeah. that I think the Patriots are going to really love. But he can play the cornerback position yep. as well. And even though Jack Jones is going to be out there to start camp and maybe, who knows, finish it, if there is any disciplinary action to be taken and the Patriots have to remove him from the field for whatever reason, they're going to need an additional body at corner. If the Patriots do need to fill an unexpected roster hole at cornerback, I think Isaiah has the opportunity to do it. That being said, folks, Amir Speed will be on this team's practice. A lot of people do. Least, and I love this kid. And I, I think his best chance of seeing the field may come as a special teamer as well, something that he did very, very well at Michigan State. So good part of this. I know, Murph, it's tough for him to give Michigan State guys a lot of credit. I am as well. I'm an Ann Arbor guy. You know, it's, it's very difficult. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. And Demario Douglas has been one of the more impressive performers thus far. We'll see if it continues yeah. into training camp. Sometimes yep. these guys flash a little bit, and then when the competition level uh, starts ramping up, you start That's to it. see them come back down to earth. Everybody looks Dem good running against air, catching balls yeah. against air. Now, let, let's see what happens now when you can get a stiff arm at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, absolutely. But this kid is a solid prospect in the slot, blazing speed. Again, he's going to be a lot of fun to watch, and I think fans yep. are going to enjoy watching him. But keep in mind, folks, that the Patriots coaches are looking for a very particular set of skills, a la Liam Neeson and Taken. They're going to want to see what this kid can do in an NFL setting. It might not translate to everything you see that's aesthetically pleasing. Keep that in mind for all positions. But excellent question. Thank you all. A tip of the cap and a nod of the gods to all of you that made this a Good part one. of your mailbag submission because we are all about the rookies and the Patriots and trying to see who's going to push this team over the edge. But one player, Murph, that is almost universally beloved here in Patriots Nation is our man Matthew Judon. He was down in my neck of the woods over the weekend taking a glass-blowing class of all yeah. things. Yeah, how about that? I heard, from what I we heard, have, we have similar showed, interests. Absolutely, and he actually showed a lot of prowess and he showed i think a talent for this a knack a like for it he even lit one of the braziers at the water fire he's becoming a resident yep. here in rhode island and i know a lot of rhode islanders are loving get this, the but... man some dells <laughs> introduce him to coffee milk definitely you know? he's gonna it, go down to Olneyville and get to all the way the hot wieners that's when you're blowing be, glass when you're blowing though. glass some frozen lemonade is a really nice treat it really is absolutely some autocrat coffee milk and like i said the two all the way from the Oneville, New York system. But that being said, is this enough to make Matthew Judon a Patriot for life? Well, he dropped his hints on that. And I think Patriots fans are going to be very, very happy to hear what Matthew had to say about his feelings for the New England region. Murph and I are going to tackle that question to wrap everything up here on this Mailbag Tuesday episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast. A proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, 
your team every day. Patriots fans, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, the Green King of Sting, Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports, always lending the wisdom and counsel the way only he can. And Murph, it's always an honor to open up the mailbag here on Locked On Patriots. Normally mailbag Monday, it's mailbag Tuesday here, but it works out just as well because it's the day before training camp. People are heading up to camp, they're listening to us right now, and they're trying to absorb as much wisdom and counsel here from Locked On Patriots as possible. Folks, don't forget, tomorrow, boots on the ground coverage here on Locked On Patriots. We're going to bring you the very latest from day one. Who stood out? Who's popping? Who disappointed? Yeah, it might be a little early, but we're still going to talk about it. So keep it right here on Locked On Patriots. But Murph, as much as there's questions surrounding this team right now, what we can expect from Mac Jones, what the rookies are going to look like, uh, what the new additions like Juju Smith-Schuster and Mike Gusecki are going to do, talked about that a little bit here yesterday with Claire. Good show. One thing that's – thank you very much, my friend. One thing that I think is a constant for all Patriots fans is that Matthew Judon is going to continue to be their most fearsome defender. He's also laying down some strong roots in the area. As we teased coming into this segment, um, Matthew was a fixture in the state of Rhode Island and in Providence, down in my neck of the woods over the weekend, taking a glass blowing class, of course, uh, lighting the braziers at the water fire celebration. Yep. Um, he's really enjoying his time in New England. And you can see that even on social media, being the quote unquote pseudo GM for the New England Patriots. It's almost like he's having a lot of fun playing here in New England. Imagine that. I thought I was told wow. no one has fun. No one had fun no, here. No one. No one has fun yeah. here in New England. It's terrible. Um, but Matthew's making his own fun and he's doing a great job of it. Whether that translates into long-term success on the field is still a matter of conjecture. He's already had some. But a lot of people are hoping that Matthew Judon is a patriot for life. Well, mm-hmm. Judon talked to our good friend, our mutual friend, Boston WBZ's Dan Roche, and had some interesting comments to say, saying that he loves for the Patriots and hopes to retire with the organization. Looking into your Belichickian crystal ball here, yep. is Matthew Judon primed to be a patriot for life? Yes, without a doubt. This is a huge victory in in uh, Bill Belichick's uh free agent GM signing book. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one that he really hit on and, and more times than not, you, you, you hear about the stories of the, uh, the misses that happened, you know, you don't hear about the victories. Uh, Judon is a victory and I believe that they're going to get an extension done. He's got at least three more seasons in him after his contract runs out that I think he's still going to be at the top of the pyramid, still doing what he's able to do. And with some of the moves that Bill has made as recently as this draft, uh, work's going to get a little, little bit easier for him. You might not yeah. see the the double teams that you've you have in the past because you're simply not going to be able to. You know, Marty Mapo is going to be uh, is going to uh, garner a lot of interest by the time Game Three rolls around. Um, you know, the Keon White is going to to be a man that that you are going to have to know is on the other side, and uh, life is going to get a little bit easier over there for uh for our friend matthew and i do i think the patriots are going to bring him in sit him down in the office and and you know robert Kraft loves this kid he absolutely loves this kid um he's uh you know we we've heard before about uh bob's bob Kraft's 
uh, second, third sons, you know, on, on this roster. This kid is one of them. He, he's, mm. he's somebody that, that crafts the, the entire craft family loves. He's fantastic for the franchise. He's out there and, uh, you know, doing not only the dirty work on, on the field, he's doing it off the field. He talks up new England, like nobody else I have ever known here. Mm. And, uh, it, and and so you know yeah you let's get it done i believe this is going to happen yeah i believe it's going to happen too and look if you want to go purely on the field matthew judon just keeps getting better and better in a patriots right. uniform albeit a two-year sample size but take a look at what he did in his first season here 60 tackles one fumble recovery 12 and a half sacks the 12 and a half sacks was a career high and he yep. did that with a pseudo-healthy Christian Barmore taking right. up double teams from the offensive lineman. That allowed Matthew to be able to uh, break free and get after the quarterback. Last season, he didn't so much have a healthy Christian Barmore. He was on the shelf a lot more than he yep. was in year one. Matthew eclipsed his career high and set a new career high with 15 and a half sacks. He also had two force fumbles. He recovered one of them, again, logging 60 total tackles. So this is a guy that is adaptable to whatever circumstance he has. But Murph, you nailed it. You hit the nail right on the head. There are so many options now that are going to command additional mm -hmm. resources to be able to contain that Matthew is going to be left alone or one-on-one, -on -one, and he can win those battles without any question. Yeah. So he's looking at this Patriots defense saying, hey, you know what? This is good logistically for me. I may like playing here. I may like playing for Bill Belichick. I love the fans. But at the same time, on the field, this is a good move for me. And I think the Patriots are going to be motivated to get this done, too, because let's not forget that there is $18.1 million of pressure that his contract is taking up on the Patriots' salary cap right now. Yep. I know the Pats would love to alleviate that a little bit. So you mentioned Robert Kraft's like for him. Bill Belichick's desire to maybe alleviate some of the financial responsibilities and Matthew Judon loving playing here. Yeah, to me, this is a perfect storm for a very positive outcome for all parties involved. I think Matthew Judon stays here for a while, and that's great no matter how you slice it. That's it. It it really is. You, you you always say dance with the ones that brung you, and he he's somebody that brings it on every single down. And uh, you watch this year, people. Watch how many how many uh, how many flags are thrown in his direction this year because one person is trying to stop him. It's going to be a hold fest over there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It really really will be. And as the New England Patriots take the field, folks. Matthew Judon realizes that as much fun as he has away from the field and even on it, that it's all business when you're practicing, when right. you're a member of this team, and especially in the leadership role that I believe he'll take on this year, do not be a bit surprised to see Matthew Judon among the captains on this team this year. Not oh, confirmed yeah. yet, but I think no. he will be because yep. of everyone looking up to him. And he said it. He told Dan Roach, after saying forever, I want to be here, I don't want to leave, that's not my intention, he was very quick to pivot to the type of focus and dedication he's ready to give in training mm -hmm. camp, saying, when you come out there, just know that you're there. You're not mentally on vacation anymore. You're on the field. You're aware. You're conscious of what's being asked of you and what's needed to be done. You go out there and you do it. That's a captain. That's a guy that's going to command a lot of respect from his teammates. And that's a guy that's locked in, and he's going to lead by example this year. So, Patriots, wherever you are right now, whatever you're doing, 
get this done. All sides want it to happen. Most of all, the fans want it to happen. And Murph and I want it to happen because we yeah. can keep doing pods about Matthew Judon, and he definitely gives us an awful lot of material. <laughs> but what can I say? It's going to be a great amount of fun to head into the 2023 season, knowing that I've got you as my co-pilot here on Locked On Patriot. But all through training camp, Mailbag Monday will continue. And you know Murph's going to pop up from time to time at various other days of the week because we just don't like being without him that long here on Locked On Patriots. So, but what can I say? Thank you for your wisdom, your counsel. Before I let you go, what can our adoring public here on Locked On Patriots expect from the great pen, the great voice of Thomas Murphy heading into this week? Well, one Patriots place is a duo tomorrow. You can come check us out over there at e2gsports.com on, on that e, uh, on that uh, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, it's just Claire and I, and we're gonna we're gonna come in and do a little entertaining for you. Um, as for the writing side, I'm kind of taking the week off. I am. I'm getting I'm getting ready for the uh, for the upcoming trade deadline that that's about to hit us in about eight days. And uh, so I'll have something out about that. But other than that, I'm kind of taking the, unless something tickles my fancy and I hear something that goes out, I, I, I'm trying. You, you see, once you dip your toe into the Patriot pool, you, you don't want to come back out. And I've still got a lot of baseball to write about. Absolutely. There is a lot of baseball to be played and pay attention to everything this man does regarding Red Sox coverage because you won't find any finer coverage anywhere in New England or anywhere in Major League Baseball. We, Murph, we often don't get an opportunity to do a whole lot of cross-promotion here on Locked On Patriots or cross-New England sports promotion, but I think we'd be remiss if we didn't sign off today by not giving a tip of the cap and a nod to the gods, the great Patrice Bergeron. Call it a career. Your Thank Boston you. Bruins with a Stanley yep. Cup, just one of the finest gentlemen, I think, in professional sports. He truly That's gathered it. himself here with class, with dignity, with respect. And he played the game on the ice the way you want to see every athlete take their field or their platform for battle each and every day with a determination a and with a optimal skill level uh, that just really separates him from his peers. He is a Boston sports legend. He will forever remain as such. Patrice, thank you for everything you've given Bruins Nation. And a congratulations to Jalen Brown of the Boston yeah. Celtics for signing a max deal. He's going to be here for quite a while. So the richest check out contract in NBA history. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You know what? Brad's building a dynasty up there yep. in, uh, in Boston, and hopefully things will shake out that way on the court next year for the season. Okay. So check out Locked On Celtics. Check out Locked On Bruins for all the very latest on that. Check out Lock on Red Sox as well for all the latest coverage. But, of course, check this man out for everything he does. And don't forget to stay locked into Locked on Patriots by subscribing, following, or downloading wherever you get your podcasts. On behalf of the great, and I don't hesitate when I say that, the great Thomas Murphy of E2GSports.com, I'm Mike DeBate reminding you to stay safe and stay well and to be the change you wish to see in the world. Happy training camp, everyone. It all begins again. We'll see you tomorrow here on Locked On Patriots. Rename the Selkie now. Rename it. <laughs>